Okay, thank you everyone for joining. We are on Olamidus Chabura 35. Um, I was really thinking about doing like a three minute Chabura and just telling you, um, we were stressing last week, the last few weeks, importance of, of marriage, of Shalom Bayes. So really I was thinking I just should just get up, tell you, it's really important to, to be a good wife. It should be a top priority of yours. Um, you know, instead of focusing uh, outside our house and trying to find favor, you know, be popular everywhere else, to really make it a priority to, to, to work on our midos in our marriage. Um, and that's it. And then we end. And everyone should have a great night. And then you'd, you know, be worthwhile to to share that importance of that lesson that's worth that's worth its weight in gold. So that's it. That's it for Olam Amidos Chavura number thirty-five. Everyone should have a great night. Uh, if you have any questions, okay, we will we'll end Chavura thirty-five. But I'll be nice since you came on special and arrange it into your busy schedule. We will go on to Chabura 36. Okay, so we're discussing, we're at the end of the chapter, the section of Kavod, of honor, and now we'll discuss tonight, you know, the opposite of honor, and that is um, hurting people's feelings, uh, treating somebody without the proper respect, and really how careful we have to be in the sensitivity we have to other people. You know, we quoted the Gemara in, in Ksubis where the Gemara says, Greater is someone that gives his friend milk. I'm sorry, greater is someone that shows his friend a smile than one gives his friend milk. Milk gives nutrition. Milk is healthy for the body. The Chazal tell us more important is when you feed somebody emotional nutrition. When you show someone a smile, it doesn't have to just be a smile. The smile means that you show the person that you care about them. You show the person chizak. You know, we'll pause, pause for one second over here. Okay, so so a person uh, more important than giving a person physical uh, sustenance is a person gives someone a schizak. So he says not necessarily a smile. It just means that we show a person that we care about them, show a person that we like them. So conversely, if giving someone chizak is such a great mitzvah, so conversely, when we give the opposite of chizak, when we send someone a message that we don't like them, we don't respect them, it's a terrible, terrible hate, it's a terrible sin. Chazal tell us, an un, a very scary chazal, someone embarrasses his friend, he loses share in Olam Haba. Really frightening. 
Chazal tell us over there by Metziah that someone embarrasses somebody. It's like you murdered him. It's like you murdered someone when you embarrass somebody. Why? Because, like we've learned, giving kavod is giving life. Giving kavod is giving life. And the opposite, taking away someone's kavod, embarrassing somebody, disrespecting somebody, is really taking away their life. The morale says, we mentioned the Gemara Nivamis tells us Rabbi Kiva's Talmidim died because the Shalaynagu covered Zelazet. The morale says, Mida Kenegin Mida, they took away the life of each other, of their friend, by not giving them the proper respect. Mida Kenegin Mida, because they didn't give each other Kava, which is life, a lifeline, so their own lives were taken away. That's the criticalness of giving people kavod and not taking away someone's kavod. The Gemara says in Tainus, a very interesting Gemara, the Gemara says that in the future, all the animals are going to gather and approach the snake. And they're going to ask the snake a question that's bothering them. We understand why Mr. Lion kills its prey, he eats it, he enjoys it. We understand that. We understand the wolf, we understand the animals that kill their prey and they, and eat it. But you, Mr. Snake, what benefit do you derive from biting, biting a human being, biting somebody, killing them? You stick your venom into the person, the snake apparently doesn't take anything back. So what benefit do you derive, Mr. Snake? And the snake answers something very peculiar. He says, Pasek in Koheles, Ve'in Yisroin l'ba'o Lashem, and the one who says Lashon Hara also has no gain, also has no benefit. What exactly is the snake answer? Snake is answering. It could be the snake is answering that I, I do not have benefit, but... I am a model, I am a sample for, for people to understand there's such a thing as biting, hurting someone else without any benefit. Just like people say Lashon Hara, I bite people. And the question is, I mean the Chavitz Chaim goes so far and brings us Gemara and the Chavitz Chaim says in Shmir Salashen, you may have learned that when someone says Lashon Hara, it's considered a Chil Hashem. It's considered a desecration of Hashem's name more so than other Averis, the Chavitz Chaim says, because there's no pleasure. So it's considered more of a Achil Hashem, disrespectful to Hashem. Person, Chas Shalom eats um, non-kosher. So uh, there's a Yitzhahara, there's a pleasure. But Lashon Hara, there's no pleasure. The Chavitz Chaim says it's a greater Achil Hashem. It's very hard to understand because uh, most of us can relate to the pleasure of a juicy piece of Lashon Hara. There's something you want to say over, and hopefully we control ourselves, but no pleasure in Lashon Hara. So why is it so hard for us not to say Lashon Hara if there's no pleasure? And perhaps, I don't know if it works well in the Chavitz Chaim, but perhaps we can understand the Gemara as follows. You know, if you walk into a room and you hear people whispering, and talking, and it looks really juicy, you know, you want to hear what's going on, what's the hack, you know? But 
if you realize, if you come to realize that they're talking about your brother, your sister, you probably won't be so happy. They're talking about you, probably not so happy. You know, the reason why we enjoy Lashon Hara is really because number one, we don't, we don't care enough about the person that's being spoken about. Certainly, we're not thinking about that person, you know, honor and caring about the person. And number two, like, what pleasure is there in putting someone else down? What pleasure is there in putting someone else down? The pleasure in putting someone else down would seem to be because it makes us feel better about ourselves. You know, we feel better about ourselves. Make fun of that person, put him down a little bit. So we feel a little better about ourselves. If we were, we become, Bezus Hashem, the healthy, me those healthy people that we're supposed to become, Lashon Hara becomes distasteful. Lashon Hara becomes unenjoyable. I don't enjoy putting someone else down. Just like I don't enjoy when people are saying Lashon Hara about my mother, father, brother, sister, myself. I don't enjoy when people are saying Lashon Hara about, about other people. A really healthy person, Midos wise, does not enjoy Lashon Hara. So Chazal are saying, Ain Yisra Nabala Lashon. The snake is saying, there's no gain when someone says Lashon Hara. He feels good. That's because he's got problems. He's not where he should be, but there's no real, no real gain. As opposed to non-kosher food, other desires, right? We don't say a person should not desire uh, non-kosher food. We don't say a person should not desire other things. If a person doesn't enjoy food, you know, they should go to the doctor. Something's wrong. They don't enjoy food. In most things, physical things, other pleasures, we're supposed to enjoy, but healthy people enjoy, but Hashem says no, say no. When it comes to Lashon Hara, Chazal are teaching us, it's not something we should really enjoy. And really we should work on ourselves that we don't enjoy putting someone else down. It's distasteful to us to putting someone else down. And the more covered we have for ourselves, the more respect we have for ourselves, the more respect we have for others, the less taste, the less enjoyment we'll have um, from putting other people down. So how careful we have to be not to put people down to their, in front of them, not to put people down behind their back, and develop kavod, develop true respect for other people. Something we've mentioned that the truth of the matter is when we have more respect for other people, we end up having more respect for ourselves. You know, people think that if I put other people down, so that makes me better. But really it doesn't. You know, so for example, right, if everybody, you know, if I'm living in a world where everybody's, you know, rank people one to ten, so I try to make everybody into a two, so I feel better. Why do I feel better? Because I'm a three. I'm a 2.5. So I make myself feel better, not because I value myself, but I make myself feel better because I put everyone else down. So I'm living in a very depressed, a very depressing world. I'm living in a world of nobodies, and maybe I'm a little bigger nobody than the other people around me. But when a person lives in a world where everyone around them is a 10, an 8, a 9, I'm living in a hush of a world. I'm living in a world of wonderful people. And I'm among them. I'm with them. I'm part of this hush of world. Better than them, less than them. Who's, who's comparing anyways? You know, how do we judge? But I'm living in a chashav world. When I'm living in a chashav world, I feel chashav. 
when people around me are, are important, then I'm also important. I'm part of a great world, an important world. And as well, the tools that I have and seeing other people positively, seeing other people favorably. So they affect the way I see myself. I see myself positively. I see myself favorably. And the opposite, when I put everyone else down, so even though I don't, I realize I'm putting myself down, but I'm, I am. I'm putting myself down as well. I'm part of this low society, a part of, of a society of nobodies. And as well, the negative thinking, the same way I judge other people negatively, critically, on some level, you can't get around it, you're judging yourself negatively. You're judging yourself critically. You may on the surface be, yeah, I'm so great, I would never do that. Look at this guy's doing, and she's doing, and that one's doing. And you've been looking negatively at everyone else, and you yourself give, let yourself off the hook. But deep down, or not so deep down, you know the truth. You know that you also have your flaws. You're just not at being honest. So the negativity that you apply to other people comes back, comes back to ourselves. Ain Yisraim, there's no gain from saying Lashonar. When you put other people down, you're putting yourself down as well. Go a little further in this topic of being careful of people's kavod, a sensitive topic, and that is the topic of criticism. Rebuke, musr, they're not the same, but often they get mixed up. You know, the Torah tells us, it's a positive commandment. One of the hardest positive commandments, maybe. It's not a fun job to, it's not a fun job to give mustard to other people. We do not like that job, and we really try to avoid it. Many times we we'll probably excuse ourselves from it. It's a tough one. It's not a fun position to be in, to give someone else mustard, but it's a mitzvah. And there are times we have to do it, not for this discussion. But nonetheless, the Pasuk before, the mitzvah of the Pasuk before that is should love your friend. I'm sorry, the Pasuk afterwards is the Pasuk of should love your friend like yourself. We don't give muster because we like putting people down. We don't give muster because we want to get points in Olam Haba that Hashem's going to give us reward because we corrected that person. But we simply give muster because we care about the person. We love the person. The same way if we know somebody was hurting themselves physically, financially, emotionally. So the same way, I don't want the person to get hurt spiritually. I don't want the person to be Michal Shabbos even by accident. I want to tell them because I want to help them. So that's where the mitzvah comes from. When the mitzvah comes from the right place that I care about somebody else, I love them, I respect them, but I want to share with them something, then it can be done the right way. It definitely requires a lot of thought. Right? Kalish has a beautiful idea, not to go into it at length now, but that when you give muster to someone else, let it not be the first thing you say. When Yaakov meets Meets Lavan. I saw Rabbi Yaakov Kavanetsky, Mama said the same vart in Emma's Yaakov, that when Yaakov meets Lavan, I'm sorry, Yaakov meets the shepherds in Parashas Vayetzeh, he doesn't first give them musr for, for, ta, you know, for, for tearing and not um, watering the animals. The first thing he does is has a conversation with them. 
How are you, my, my brothers? Where are you from? When you give Musr at the first part of the conversation, it's, it's taken with a lot more pain because the person's thinking, oh, that's all they're thinking about. You know, they're, all they're thinking about is the fact that yesterday I did something wrong and all they've been thinking about the last 24 hours is what I did. If we do it in a less, you know, sometimes maybe pays to wait a few days. Um, but if we do it in a way where, you know, in the middle of a conversation, at the end of a conversation, maybe as a person's about, about to walk away, even though it was planned, okay, hopefully they didn't listen to this little schmooze. You say, oh, you know, by the way, by the way, I wanted to tell you that there was something that you did that I thought, you know, maybe needed, you know, you know, needs, wanted to ask you about, want to discuss with you. Um, there are definitely ways to do things. Sometimes we can avoid, um, sometimes we could do it in a way that avoids hurting the person's feelings. Maybe talk about ourselves. Um, I used to do, I used to do this until someone told me that you weren't allowed to do that on Shabbos, you know, so I wanted to pass it on to you. Um, sometimes we could do it, sometimes we could do it in indirect ways. Sometimes do it in indirect ways. You know, you feel somebody uh, says Lashon hard too much, you know, um, maybe make a Seder with them. And Shemir Salashan, you know, probably more effective than, you know, direct, direct muster to them. But we should try to think about Try to think about how we can give the musr, or more importantly, how we can help the person change or realize their mistakes in a way that's less heavy, less painful to them. They don't feel, you know, sometimes someone tells you, I'm sure it's happened to you, especially the, this group of girls that are very, have uh, that someone comes over to you and says, you know, I think you insulted that girl when you said that. Um, that doesn't, you know, and you feel like terrible. Oh no, I insulted that girl. I feel so bad. You know, and someone comes over to you and says, I think you may have hurt that, you know, you hurt the, you think you may have hurt the, that girl's feelings. Um, it, it, it hurts. You feel bad you hurt the girl's feelings. You feel bad that the girl who's telling you thinks that you're not sensitive. You know, all that. Maybe we'll talk more about that. Um, you know, next week. But um, but if you could tell the girl, instead of you hurt the girl's feelings, um, even though you maybe know she hurt her feelings, if you tell her, you know, maybe I'm wrong, maybe I'm wrong, but, you know, you said something to the girl, I think she could have taken the wrong way. You know, maybe, maybe possibly taken the wrong way, maybe it pays to, 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 you know, instead of directly saying, you know, you hurt her feelings, but bringing up, the issue that she herself could say, oh my, oh, I didn't realize. If you allow the person to get it themselves, it certainly takes away an element of that pain. And the Pasuk says, I believe Rekalish explained, don't make it a burden on him. Don't make it heavy on him. Don't make it a package on him. Don't make the person feel like they just, you know, destroy the world. You know, I can't believe you did that. I can't, you know, it's terrible. You have to make it light, even if it was something serious. Let the person realize the severity on their own rather than you go ahead and tell them, you know, what a terrible thing they did. You know, again, sometimes it's necessary if they don't get it, but at the first, first shot is to try to really do it in a way where the person can understand on their own 
and you kind of make it light, even if it's a big deal, but you make it light that they can understand on their own that it was a big deal. Um, so there's a lot to think about, and that's the main thing. The main thing is think. Before you go over to someone to criticize them, think. You know, am I the right person? How should I say in the right way? To really think, not just to walk over recklessly and, and share your, your feelings, but to really think about how you can do it in, the, in a way that's not going to hurt the person, take away the person's kavod, take away the person's honor. I only have a few minutes. That's why I started a little early tonight because something else going on. Um, so let's, let's see one or two questions. Are we supposed to have respect for ourselves first and then use that positivity to give over to others? 100% having respect for ourselves is a key in helping us respect others. But um, I, think, I think we can work at both simultaneously. We spoke about, I believe, Eizu Mechabed HaMechabed Sabriyais, who's an honorable person, someone who honors other. It's a, sim, it's a sign, a res, person that respects himself, gives respect to others. But also, by respecting others, it actually can help, it really does help us respect ourselves. So one of the shortcuts I give to people that are having a hard time with self-esteem one of the shortcuts is treat other people with respect. Treat other people with respect that will help you find that respect for yourself. But 100%, the two are interconnected, and working on one you know, affects the other. So we need to work on both, respecting ourselves and, and as well, um, respecting others. Any, um, any other questions? You all fell asleep? I'm just kidding. Okay. Good. Um, okay, so everyone should um, thank you for listening. Everyone should uh, have a great night. And uh, the basic plan is, you know, you assume that it'll be Wednesday nights, five to nine for the next few weeks, and then probably go back to nine o'clock. I just gave myself an extra five minutes because I have something at 930. Have a great, have a great night. Thank you so much. Thank you.